Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. Hey everyone, I'm Hamad Zaidi, and I have a disability. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. Yes, it is, Jonathan. Today we're going to have a very Cloud Nine moment. You know what I want to talk about today? No, but I always love the Cloud Nine ones, because sometimes limping ones are, are quite limping. Yeah, I know. And and we're supposed to keep a balance, but, you know, I kind of feel like in a good mood. It's 78 degrees outside. I see the Pacific Ocean on my right. The waves are crashing in. Seagulls are flying above. My dog is sitting on the patio staring at the water. <laughs> and it doesn't put me in the mood to do a negative one. So I thought today we would do a cloud nine one. Man, 70 or it's between 70 and 80. That's like that's got to be the prime, the prime temperature there. Yeah, yeah, it is. Redondo Beach, all beaches tend to be slightly cooler than the rest of the city because of the water. You yeah. Know, the water. Yeah. Because I, I think right now in L.A. proper, like in Hollywood, it's probably around 90 degrees. No kidding. Does, yeah, uh, but, does Sunny ever go dashing into the water? No, no. You know, she hasn't yet because I won't let her, mainly because dogs are not allowed on the beach. Oh, and okay, okay. On, on most beaches in Los Angeles, there's a few exceptions, but most beaches... Do not allow dogs. Okay. And sec and secondly, she's a crazy little girl, man. She'd ride <laughs> in and try to catch a wave, and then I don't know if she's a big dog, but I don't know if she could pedal her way back. You know, <laughs> and I, she, I'd, should, I'd hate to lose a dog that way. You should get on a boogie board and have her go out there and and drive. You know, guide you around. <laughs> that I would do. That would be fun. Put her in a little boogie board and do that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> But but anyway, Jonathan, today I want to talk about the time that I had the incredible honor and amazing experience to work with and direct Academy Award winner Olympia Dukakis. No kidding. That's crazy. It's And here's what's ironic. The scene that she did with me is eventually going to be in the documentary called Limping on Cloud Nine, which is a doc about my life. Mm, mm. Right? Yeah. Which which is the doc that I've been shooting since the year 2000, <laughs> and I have an amazing amount of hours of footage. But Olympia is is definitely in it. So that's cool. Let me take you back. Yeah, it's really fun. So let me take you back to how I met her and how this whole thing came came about. Yeah, definitely. For the people that listen to this podcast, they know that I got my previous dog, Sergeant Dr. Pepper, in Nashville. For the one semester that I was a professor, an adjunct professor at the Watkins School of Film in Nashville, mm. right? So when I did that, I just fell in love with the town. And during that time, I met all the people in the film festival, right? Yeah. So I actually judged the Nashville Film Festival twice. I was lucky enough to have two movies play it uh, in a four-year period. That's cool. And... Yeah, it was really cool. And I actually sponsored the festival for a handful of years. So I love Nashville and I love the festival a lot. Right? Yeah. So one year I was at the festival. This was in the early 2000s. I think it was around 2001, April 2001-ish. And at the festival, I see Olympia Dukakis. And she's sitting at the table next to next to me. And I was with my friend Kelly who's a journalist in Northern California now, but he used to be my college roommate, right? He just came to Nashville to hang out for the weekend for okay. the festival, right? So then 
you know, I like talking to people, right? Right, right. So you, you naturally, you just go up to her and you probably drop some kind of bomb like, hey, did you know we have like roommates in, in common with each other or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I wish it were that easy. But, for so, and I can't even remember this, but somehow I made her laugh. And she turns over to me and she goes, you guys just join us. So me and Kelly joined Olympia's table. Okay. Right? And we hung out for like 30 or 40 minutes. At film festivals are really fun places to meet people. Mm, yeah, I can imagine. Right? I mean, just you and I have to, I have to take you to some. They're really amazing. During the end of hanging out with her, she goes, what are you working on right now? What do you even do? And I told her, I said, well, I'm a producer and a writer. This is before I started my di- little distribution company. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm a producer and a writer, and, and I'm about to go to the Yukon you know, by the Arctic Circle to shoot this crazy film, right? Yeah. So when you tell anyone you're about to go to one of the most remote parts of the planet yeah. to shoot a comedy, <laughs> yeah. it, gets, it gets some level of interest. So I think she was kidding. I honestly think she was kidding. But she goes, I tell you what, you know, I, I made a joke. I'm like, Olympia, do you want to be in my movie? <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and for people that aren't familiar, she won um, for... Moonstruck. Yeah, I think I think that's it. Yeah, so she's an amazing, amazing actor. Amazing actor. So what happened is she jokingly said, tell you what, write me one page. And if I like your writing, I might do it. <laughs> right? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so me and Kelly leave, and he goes, what are you going to do? And I said, I don't know. I have to write a page. Right? And... I didn't want to push it. Like, she was still at the festival for the weekend, so I didn't want to just see her the next day and say, Here, here's your page. Right, right. that would be, you know, that would be very pushy. Right. Right? So I saw her the next day, kept in touch, and then she went away. Then I started thinking, how am I going to write something that would get an Oscar winner interested in working with me on a no-budget little movie right. that will eventually take 20 years to make? Right. Right. And I'm already on year 17. Yeah, I was going to say you're on 17. So, you know, (laughs) I'm I'm getting close. I'm getting close. So it suddenly struck me. I thought, well, I can't just say, hey, you deal with Oscar winning writers all the time. So let me just write an average scene. I had to write something completely out of the box and unusual that would get her attention. Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. So here's what I did. I knew the movie was about bashing my own life, right? Yeah. And it was, and I'm, I don't pretend to be an actor, so it was basically like a fun exercise to see where it would go. Yeah, yeah. Right? And what wound up happening is in the past, I had dated a lot of women that were older than me. Okay. I, I wrote a scene where Olympia Dukakis is my girlfriend. <laughs> <right>? Okay. <laughs> and... And she's dumping me because I'm too old for her. <laughs> that, that was the scene. <laughs> so I write this scene. I wrote that one page maybe 40 times to just make it the best piece of writing I could get. Yeah. Right. And then I emailed it to her. Right. Yeah. And then I heard that she'd get back to me in, uh, you know. Whenever she could, because yeah. I'm sure that doing a one-page scene for a guy you've only met at a weekend at a film festival, who has no money and is doing a crazy little movie that almost nobody may ever see, 
is not at the top of her list yeah. of things to do. Yeah, it's like probably pretty low in the totem pole. It's probably beneath the totem pole. <laughs> it's probably what holds the totem pole into the ground. <laughs> right? But then I go on my journey to the Yukon, which you and I will talk about in a future podcast or future podcasts, plural. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the Yukon, and you know what happened, Jonathan? She called you. I come back from lunch, and there's a message at the front desk. And the message is, hey, Hamad, I think this lady saying she's Olympia Dukakis called. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> no, no. And she's like, yeah, here's her number. So I go to my room. I call Olympia back. And she's like, I loved it. I want to do it. Oh, right? man. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> so. So I told her, I said, we need to make this really easy, Ms. Dukakis. I will come to you. I'll fly to New York because I believe that's where she lived at the time. Yeah. yeah. I'll fly to New York. I'll bring like one assistant, one camera, one sound guy, and we'll do it. Right? Yeah. And she, she said, you know what? I'll make it easy on you. I am in the play The Cherry Orchard in, in uh, Carmel, California. Oh, okay. And I know that I met you in Nashville, but you told me you lived in L.A. And by that time, I was already moving back anyway to Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. The semester was almost over, my, my teaching semester. So, man, it was crazy. You know, I didn't want to go alone because I wanted to seem super, super, super professional. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I call every friend I know, and I'm like, who wants to go up and be I – need, I need a cameraman, a tremendous cinematographer – which I got this amazing, amazing cinematographer whom I met in Nashville and then who went on to work with me on a handful of things. That's cool. Amazing guy. Yeah, amazing guy named Neil Lisk. And why I mention Neil is because he wound up going to heaven uh, at the age of 38. He oh, died man. very early. Wow. And then my friend Aaron, I, I, I just met her. Uh, actually, you know what's ironic? Aaron is the same Aaron that I took to the Bare Naked Lady show. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. for her birthday uh, after Pamela dumped me and yeah. gave me the tickets to the show. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So I knew Aaron from going to the Bare Naked Ladies concert with her. And uh, she was my assistant. So we drove up from Los Angeles to Carmel. We met Olympia. We did the whole thing in under an hour. And Olympia was just so, so wonderful, man. Mm. She was just a pro. And here I am thinking, you are directing and acting in a scene with a woman who has an Oscar. <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> right? And it was so much fun. And, you know, I'll have to find that clip. And put it on our website. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. So, but, I mean, is it like a couple of minutes long, the scene or something like that? No, no, the scene's less than that. Because oh, okay. I'm not an actor, so I tried to limit me saying anything because okay. I can't act. Okay. Right? And the scene is me g- coming to her door with a dozen roses. Yeah. And she opens the door and she starts shaking her finger and saying no, no, no. And then her apartment's at the top of his, a staircase. Yeah. And she starts saying, down, 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 like I'm a dog. Yeah. She's like, down, like, go down the stairs. And then I I try to give her flowers, and basically, it's really funny. She looks at my crotch, and she's like, I'm in a three-piece suit, right? Yeah. 
So she looks at my crotch and she goes, no way. You're just too damn old for me. (laughs) (laughs) And and then after we did that, I thought I'd never hear from Olympia again. I thought, man, this is like a one-time 24-hour thing that's never going to happen again. Yeah, yeah. Knowing a celebrity. And what wound up happening, as soon as we were done, she goes, I want to take you guys to lunch. Oh, man. Yeah, so she took me and 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 my friend Kelly was there, the same guy that was there when okay, I met yeah, yep. her you know, earlier. Aaron, Neil, and we all had this amazing lunch. And then she tells us at night, Jonathan, she goes, I'm here to do the Cherry Orchard play. Why don't you guys come see the play? Oh, that's cool. It's amazing, man. That's, that's pretty awesome. That's cool to see people down to earth like that that are, you know, so... Uh held up on a on a pedestal by you know the the everyday person you know yeah absolutely and you know there's another chapter to the olympia dukakis story one of my favorite scripts and before you and i leave this earth we are going to wind up making this movie it's the my favorite thing i've ever written it's called get a life Mm. but i remember after doing that one page scene with olympia she reached out to me again, and she goes, your writing's kind of funny. Do you have anything that I can read that's full length? And, Man. And, you know, and there was a role in Get Alive for a woman in her 70s mm. that was very sexually aggressive and had a crush on the 30-year-old male lead. Oh, really? Yeah. That was already <laughs> in the script, right? Oh, man. And then... She goes, send me the script, but I'm really busy right now, and I'll get back to you in five or six weeks. Right? Yeah. And and I'm telling you, man, it took maybe, like, less than 24 hours. It was just crazy. It's nuts to me that that she got to it that quick, because her assistant told me Olympia won't read it for five or six weeks, maybe eight weeks. Be patient, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The next morning, I get a phone call. She's like... I love this. I want to do it. I want to do it. Man. You know? So if I ever get that movie made, I will, you know, this has been many, many, many years. So I don't know what her interest level is at all anymore. Yeah. But that role was always hers. So if I ever get that movie made, I'd love to reach out to her again. Man, that's crazy. That is so crazy. So that is the closest I've gotten to an Oscar. Yeah. No, that, that's awesome. <laughs> So meeting Olympia Dukakis was really wild, but you know one thing it totally stilled inside of me is that anything is possible. Totally. Anything is possible. Totally. You know? I mean, so maybe if you out there are trying to get back with somebody who dumped you and you move out of state to be a professor in another state for one semester <laughs> to, to, to get your ex back. And you, that acquire, could, and you acquire a dog. And you acquire an amazing dog. You could also acquire a friendship and very brief working working relationship with an Oscar winner. It could happen to you. Absolutely. <laughs> and I say that because it actually did happen to me. So all of you go chase down your exes if you're not married. And Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're not married. I, unfortunately I guess we have to put that caveat in there, but <laughs> Yeah, it's true. And and you probably shouldn't say chase down. I'll tell you what, look up your ex. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's a better choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my story for today. I'm in a really good mood, so I'm glad we kept it light and fun and just remember people, 
if Jonathan and I have our amazingly fun and crazy lives that are also littered with a lot of pain, but mainly fun, mainly fun, yeah, then you can do anything you want in life. And totally. that's the whole point of this podcast. Absolutely. So if you want to listen to us, download us. We're on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Stitcher Radio. And while we're mentioning it, I'm going to throw this out there. We're also putting together 59 seconds of Cloud9. So if you go to limpingoncloud9.com, you'll see 59 seconds of Cloud9. It's literally 59 seconds of some of the – some. Not takeouts, but little little clippets and snippets of our previous episodes. So if you you know you want a quick uh, you know fifty nine second bite of uh, Hamad and I, check out fifty nine seconds on Cloud Nine. I believe there's at least like fifty episodes already. Hamad was a, a, yeah a madman. Uh, I, I was a, I was a madman. It took uh, close to sixty hours to put together. There's fifty episodes, and it's actually fifty nine seconds of Cloud Nine, and it's on. It's also on iTunes. Yes, yeah, it's on also it, on iTunes. On its it's own. also on Google Play, um, and it should be on Stitcher Radio sooner than later. And it'll probably also be on the same YouTube channel as Limping on Cloud Nine. Yeah, because it's easier for us to keep yeah, it on the same exactly. channel. Yeah. So if you can't bear listening to me for twenty minutes, maybe you can bear it for fifty nine seconds. There you go. Exactly. And also, all right. Go ahead. Oh, and also check out toysaccessible.com. You guys already know what's going on there. Uh, it's toys for children with various disabilities, uh, deaf, blind, uh, um, low vision, uh, quadriplegic, low motor skills, uh, you know, dys- uh, dyslexia, uh, you know, all types of things like that. So these toys are built for children with these types of needs. So check out toysaccessible.com. And Hamad, how can they get a hold of us? Well, if they want to reach out to us, they can Email us at info at limpingoncloud9.com. That is the number nine, info at limpingoncloud9.com. And everyone, thank you for listening and downloading, and we will talk to you next episode. See ya.